Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new and exciting edition of Our Take on Days of Our Lives. My name is Jonathan, and I'll be your host. And joining me, as always, we have Jenna and Corian. Hey, guys. Hello. Hello. Isn't this uh, my first time? What do you mean, as always? Is this your first time? This is my. You be your second time here. I don't uh, know. Maybe. Maybe. I can't remember. We do so many our takes. Second time. Okay. There you go. At least for days. I think it's for days. This is second. There's too many our takes. I don't know. Y'all are just all part of the fam, and it just happens. So, there you go. But, yeah, nevertheless, I think this is your first time talking actual episodes of this. Yeah. Because I think the last time was just talking about the renewal and the oh, right. Flash, You're right. You're the, right. Uh, whatever, Last Blast last Gang blast. announcement. So, speaking of renewal, guess what, guys? It's officially, officially, official. Days of Our Lives has been renewed for a 56th season at... NBC. Thank God. Wait, sorry, for the 56th season or for 56 seasons? <laughs> yeah, for we wish. Oh my God. Season. If it was for 56 <laughs> more seasons, <laughs> I don't. I don't know how I feel. I mean, I'm I'm happy because it'd still be on, but damn, just just damn. Okay, for the 56th season, it has Got been it. So beautiful. There you go. It's. I love ah, that. We can breathe a sigh of relief now. It's all done. Yes. And James Reynolds confirmed on his Instagram page that they are going back to set on Monday. So, good. The show must go on. But that means they're filming last. I heard they're in, are they in July or August? I think they're in August. I think that's what I heard. So, so we actually kind of cut it down a little bit. We did. That's only that's only seven months. We we did cut a little bit into it. Hey, so that's progress. Positivity, okay. progress. Um, also, like, okay, here's my question: Do we know if they're filming on Monday or if they're just going back to? I don't know why they would be going back to set if they're not. But also, like, are all these contracts negotiated because the renewal just happened? Like, I'm confused by the timeline of this all. And oh, they're if, definitely filming. You go I don't by think... outlets, like it depends on like which outlet you're going to, what they're doing. So I'm just confused. I can't imagine they'd be going back to set to do anything other than other filming. Than filming right? They don't. They don't oh, waste pictures. time and money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nope. Um. So yeah, I, I definitely think they're back to filming, which I think is great. I'm excited for the renewal. I'm very happy that it is cemented. I still hate that it's only for one year because then we're gonna have to go through the stress again this time next year. And NBC, I know you love days, but Sony, y'all need to get your shit together. Like we are exhausted with this up and down roller coaster. Like these one year renewals. I said it on Twitter. The show doesn't deserve it. This show has done literally everything it can creatively and has like really engaged its audience again, you know, for better or for worse. You know, we have an app, we have original content, we have, you know, Twitter topics. We have people really talking about this show. The show's making headlines in all forms of media. And yet you're still paying the show dust. Like, I really hate it. Nobody's talking about Young and the Restless. Yeah, and especially when you give a four-year contract to the Young and the Restless. Right. No one's talking about that show. It's not giving any buzz. It has lost almost 600,000 viewers since last year. And while Days has done the same, Days is around like 550,000. Well, Days has done the same. Days historically has been like a volatile show. YNR is touted as the number one show in daytime. Like losing 600,000 viewers should be, that should count for something. That should make people be like, what the fuck? Why are we only investing in this fucking show? You know what I mean? It just, I was really happy to see that announcement, but then seeing the next announcement that came after about YNR actually like made it a little sour for me. No offense to YNR fans, but like, it's just the Sony aspect of it just really, really upsets me because Days could do so much better and be in such a better place if Sony actually backed it. Yeah. And part of the contract holdup was dealing with that. So things that King Corday had outlined in his uh, lawsuit <laughs> when he took them to court over this whole thing kind of was somewhat addressed here as they're trying to find a way to make sure that days makes money this next year and looking at international rights, selling the show abroad and going through and kind of just 
finding more ways to make this show be cost effective. So I'm hoping that if this year goes well, then maybe next year will be a two, three year renewal. At that point, I, I'm just I'm trying to be hopeful. I with... hope so too, you, but you really don't know with the ratings, especially with the ratings taking like a hit all over because with the impeachment, impeachment shit. Yeah. And because the ratings have taken a hit in the impeachment and because news coverage has kind of flown through, we're seeing NBC also in their news division now talking about the potential of adding a fifth hour of the Today Show. And I just I don't I don't know why. Like nobody nobody wants that. No Who is nobody. watching hour one, two, three, and four? <laughs> Kathy Lee and Hoda. They don't work there anymore, do they? Yeah, Kathy do they? Lee's not even on there anymore. Oh, yeah. So maybe she's watching it with like home. Jenna Bush or something. I don't know. I just I just don't get why they keep trying for this. Like it's I don't get it. They unofficially tried it with the Megan Kelly thing and that flopped. Like Hard. no one wants more news programs or more talk shows at that hour. Be- yeah, maybe it. it's more expensive to do like a, a serial drama or like some, but like I, I just it just it's not working it's been 10 years that they've been trying this and it's just not working i just don't see what's not clicking for these you know executives and what they think is going to be different with this one like no it's the same same thing you've tried so many times and it's it's not working so yeah what it, like what is the fifth hour even supposed to be dedicated to <laughs> I, I i don't think they know like <laughs> i just I saw that story and I was just like, well, why? But that just goes back to like, we need days to like kick it into gear and just keep fighting because tomorrow's not guaranteed. So I, th- I think they're doing a good job and I hope that this renewal is gives them the time to do it and we'll just have to, to see where it goes. But do you guys think Jackie Harry might be somebody to bring in some ratings? Because during the Grammys, her and Oran were... We're interacting, and his people are going to call her people. So would, would you like to see her stop by for a little uh, interaction? Well, first of all, it's pronounced Jack Hay. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm Jonathan. I'm a white southern boy. I mispronounced things. Lord. I'm sorry. Jack Hay, Harry. Also, um, that was a joke, wasn't it? Why are people taking it seriously? <laughs> because they right? want it to be. Because, uh... It could be a gag, though. Could you see her with Sheila? Why does she have to be with the other black girl? <laughs> because this is an uh, NBC soap, and segregation works best. Oh my god! Okay, okay. do not do not like put dates you... in with YNR, Okay, I, but that's I, not how this works. I didn't. He's a southern she... white boy. He can't help it. <laughs> exactly. I didn't say that. Oh, god. He, I didn't say she needs to have uh, scenes with. Don't uh, just Grandpa, Jonathan. Abe. Jonathan. I just said, Jonathan. I said Sheila. Jonathan. She could be Sheila Obama. No. Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. No. She should. No. I think. <laughs> I hate. Why did I agree to this? I don't know. Um, For me. I, <laughs> I do think. I, I think it would be funny, but. It would. Ha- it, I feel like it shouldn't be for the main show. They should probably get her somehow into like the days, the dual app original content, only because there's a faster turnaround for that. Like. I don't know if people know, but like the last blast reunion thing was filmed in like a month. Yeah. Not even. Like they yeah. like they, it went pretty fast. Like heard rumors about it in like late September, early October, and then it was done and ready for November. Um so I think the turnaround and it can still be like really fresh in people's minds like oh my that's so funny they have her you know interacting with these characters and then maybe you know she can do like a little guest spot you know seven months down the line on like the main show that could be really cute i hate the fact that we got seven month turnaround time because now you got me remembering that we still haven't seen mr shin son yet on the main show i think he's coming in april that's so far. So All getting right. close. But I think, but like, but think about it that way though. Now that they actually have the app, they can do things like that. That's like, true. To help stay relevant. That's kind of like what they did with, you know, like with Sean Douglas. Like, you know, they have them on, you know, and, and also Chad and Abby, they have them on these app stories and, you know, it's quick, it's fast. They can film those really quickly and put them out really quickly and then have it lead into them being re- reintroduced on the main show. I think that's just like, 
it's I feel smart. like that's probably like the smartest and like best option that they can do with this turnaround time thing. And it makes us realize that these characters, like you said, exist and gets us familiar, uh, re-familiarized with them and gets us yeah. excited for them again. Because, I mean, y'all know I was already excited for my Sean Douglas, but it was really cool to see him like transition from that last blast thing to this in that smooth time frame. So yeah, I liked it. I guess that's pretty much it for the news. Yeah, we found out that JJ Casey Moss is leaving in February, but I I thought we already knew that. Everybody's acting like it's brand new information, and I'm just like, oh, okay. Well, we knew, but they didn't know. Did we ago. know, and they didn't know? Because I thought they knew, but did they not know? Mm. Oh well, there's the news. Casey Moss is gone. Good luck. Hopefully, you'll find a job where they actually want to write for you. And we'll go from there. Wait a minute. Rewind that. They wrote for fucking JJ. They wrote too much for JJ. And <sighs> be real. But maybe they don't just try to end on the that. right things for him because I I feel like JJ was just wasted for so much of his run. I don't think so. What do you think, Jenna? Well, I mean, let's think about it. He came on, he had the drug issues, mm-hmm. the pop brownies or donuts, whatever they were. And then he messed around Teresa, got with Paige, started Boykin Paige's mom. That Oof. all went crazy. Mostly because Paige. <laughs> okay, but then, then he had Paige and his girlfriend was murdered and then he yeah. accidentally shot an unarmed black boy and then we saw him almost kill himself. Like, JJ has had every <laughs> single story. Yeah. Yes, but then like and the last year, most every okay, but then it. also all the other stories went back to JJ too. Even <sighs> JJ's involved in this Eli, Lonnie, and Gabby shit for what? Yeah, so that yeah. was is kind of weird. So JJ reached out to Theo for help with this whole shenanigans. One is this is the first time we've heard Theo's name like in a minute. It feels like, and for this. What what kind of involvement do we think Theo could have? And would you like to see a recast? And is this going to lead to JJ's exit? I like I mean, it. I would like I would like to see a Theo recast because I would like to see Theo back on the screen. I don't like the way he left the first time, you know. And then, I mean, I just don't get how he's going to leave JJ. Like he's going to do all this with Gabby, and and then what? Like I hope they don't kill him. I mean, that's like my real only fear is that they're gonna kill him instead of sending him to. He'll just be know, like his father. Go live with Carrie and Austin or something. Like <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he'll go to rehab or something. Ooh, I can see he's that. not. He's clearly not well. But um, I don't know. I don't think. I don't think they need to recast Theo. Like I would actually like Kyler back in the role. Please. Um, but I feel like it's it's not because because just to be honest. Not being mean if you ever hear this, Kyler Pettis. But he's not working. So he could come back to the show. They could call him back. It would be nothing. Um, I think this development, though, is, like, super smart. It was actually something that a lot of fans have been talking about for a long time. Like, why isn't Lani calling her brother, who is a tech genius, to help her hack this app that Gabby has? Like, it just, it makes sense. And while I get that, you know, having him not here kind of sucks... I think it it still makes sense for him to do it, like, remotely. Like, he doesn't have to be in town to do that. Like, it, it could still work and still be a thing. Like, maybe they can even just have a phone call and they can show him doing the hacking or something like that. Or even just have it happen off screen. But I actually really like the development. So, my, my problem is, like, how much of this Theo stuff is going to be off screen? Like, that's the only part that worries me is, like, why bring him Most up if you're not going to bring him in? Like, I really, I would love to have Kyler back. Like, I enjoyed his performances. I thought he did a solid job. I, I don't quite understand what happened or why he left, but I would love yeah, to have him back. it's still very weird. Because that entire thing just weird to me. But whatever, we'll, we'll stay tuned and, and see what happens. All right, so <laughs> we'll just knock this one real quickly out of the way. Um, Eric Kisera. And 
Yeah. Meanwhile, Xander is begging Brady to test and make himself and make sure that Tate's tested and test everybody for McKenzie's sake. And he's just all just flustered and mad because Brady's like, you know what? I don't want my son to 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 get tested. I don't think. I don't think that's it. So, what what do you guys think about this story and this development so far? Why did Sarah and Eric kiss? That's the thing. I'm just like, get over it already. I hate them together. I don't want them together. Get out of each other's orbits. Gross. But, um, I mean, it makes sense that obviously Xander would go to Brady and want Brady to get tested and, you know, whatever. I mean, Victor could get tested. He's right there. Victor ain't getting tested for that. No, no I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not helping that kid. Oh, you know, Victor could get tested. I mean, there's so many, you know, half-blood kiriaki, you know, blacks running around that it's just like any one of them could get tested. I mean, just test all of Salem, for God's sake. Like, just have, like, one of those bone marrow drives and get everybody in there, and it could just be someone that no one ever thought of. Well, that's what they said they were going to do. I feel like everybody Sarah was like, be. Sarah even said, we're going to test Summer, and Maggie was uh-huh. like, I don't even know if that bitch is alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I laughed at that part, but wait, wait, don't you think everybody should be like on file by this point with the amount of like cancer scares and other treatment? I feel like everybody's bone marrow should just be like in a database for them just to like, yep, it matches. Probably doesn't that would be dangerous. Like that would be very dangerous for all the baby swaps that happen. True. We get a lot of people caught up there way too fast. <laughs> but well, I really like, um, I don't know. I don't care what anyone thinks. I still really like the angst of Eric and Sarah. Um, even though Xander and Sarah is obviously the superior pairing. Um, I just really love that like Xander is just like kind of unraveling now. Like he's so he knows he's about to get caught. Like the, the walls are really closing in on him. And Victor is just sitting up in that bed, like, don't fuck shit up for me. <laughs> I will fire you. I will disown you again. Like, do not mess this up. But Xander is, he's going to crack. And that's what I've always loved about Xander. Like, people always say, mm-hmm. like, oh, he's got so soft. No, as we no. saw, he literally took, threw away a dead baby onto somebody else and then <laughs> stole a live baby and gave it to, you know, his girlfriend. And, like, but he also is just, like, he's, like, a villain with a heart. Like, he, that's how he's always led. Like, he always just wanted Victor's approval has always sought that out and would do anything to get it and like this whole setup like I think the whole Maggie you know killing her granddaughter and you know all the the drama with even the the pop-up drama with Summer was really good like I just really love the setup of all of that and how basically everything's just gonna fucking explode once it comes out in like a really big organic way like it doesn't feel like this doesn't feel like the the GH baby swap where it's just like three years down the line but like what's really at stake you know what i mean no yeah because this will literally change the canvas when it comes out now you mentioned the summer element of it and we didn't get to record during flashback week um so we won't spend a lot of time there but what what did you think of that involvement like summer's a name that i don't think anybody ever wanted to mention again and yet ron delved into the history and brought her back to use as a catalyst to Maggie's drinking did you think that that worked well or it was smart I mean to bring Summer back for that aspect I mean especially when she's like oh mom it's your fault your genes whatever and she's thinking that you know she has the other disease you know and she's like look at specialists and whatever it's like no I'm a drunk and I'm dying well that's your fault bitch like no one put a bottle to your mouth and told you to drink you know like I just I can't damn the summer like she actually made me feel bad for maggie which is saying a bit for me you know but i just oh like i was glad that she was only there for that those couple episodes and goodbye yeah. we'll never see you again and i was like don't let the door hit you with a good lord switch it goodbye <laughs> yeah like the the collective outrage when it was announced that summer was coming back was really funny and like i i was pretty sure like when when everyone was mad i was like shit like is she staying for longer because like what I had heard was that like it, it was supposed to be like as quick as it was and I was like shit like please don't tell me she's staying longer and I got really worried because I wasn't worried at first 
not at all. I was like, oh, it'll be fine. She's not going to be here for long. Then I got super, super worried. But you're right. I think the way that they used her was actually really effective because even though we hated the character Summer and like she came in, she became like the stupid, you know, romantic heroine and like we're supposed to feel for her and blah, 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 blah. You know, she originally came in and we saw her trying to kill herself. So like having her come in and, you know, just being suicidal and just like not caring and just talking about like her pain and like her her trauma and everything from literally being, you know, a test tube baby and having a mother she never really knew. Like that that was probably the most useful usage of the character of Summer. And that was all within like what, like a 10 minute scene. Like I thought it was actually really, really, really good. And it made for me, it made sense why Maggie was driven to drink. Like, mm-hmm. so many times we talk about, like, you know, the forgotten kids on these shows and, like, they'll pop up and, you know, they won't acknowledge that or, like, they'll acknowledge it for, like, too long or, like, the, for the wrong reasons. But, like, this it, this felt real, you know? Like, they never fucking talked about Summer. Like, who cared about Summer? And then she comes in she's like, you didn't even know if I was alive or dead. You didn't give a shit. I was sitting there drinking myself to death for years and years and you never even looked for me. Yeah. You know, it was all right there. I thought it was just like a really clever usage. And true to the character all throughout. True to Maggie, true to Summer, true to them all. And I'm sorry, I do like Marie Wilson and I enjoyed mm-hmm. seeing her. Me so too. It, it worked. I'm, I mean, Marie I hate Wilson's that. great. I hate that she got yeah, saddled with such a terrible Wilson. character. Yeah. But, eh. I'm good with her never coming back as that character, but we don't have to see Summer again. No. It was good. So, Corian, on Twitter this week, you discussed how much you were enjoying the Will and Sierra scenes. So, what did you like about the fact that this relationship has formed and this family bond that really didn't exist before is, like, really being played up the way it should um, I think the number one thing that I liked the most was that Chandler Massey acted. Yes. Thank you. Uh, that was great to see because, as we know, when he really puts forth effort, he is a very engaging and dynamic person on screen. And as we also know that we hardly ever get to see that side of him because of what he's saddled with. But um, regardless of that, uh, what I really liked is that a lot of people were saying like, oh, Sierra, you know, is finally caring about something other than Ben, blah, blah, blah. No, like that, that wasn't the aspect that really stuck out to me. I think the aspect of that really stuck out to me was that it kind of positions Sierra in this place that I've always wanted her to be. Like, she is, you know, not by blood, a Brady, but by blood, a Kyriakis and a Horton. Like, literally caught in between, like, two polar opposite families in this town and like not everybody has that connection other than like her and Claire um you know who's just related to everyone but like she's literally caught in between these two families and as we know on days everyone's just always like you have to do anything you can for your family you have to support your family and by supporting one part of her family she's going to be pushing away another part like Victor's not going to forgive her if the secret comes out and, you know, he traces it back to her. He's never going to forgive her. And that's, like, his pride and joy. But the Horton side of her family will be like, thank God, you know, you got Will out. And then the Brady side of her family will be so happy, too. Like, everyone will be celebrating on that side. But it's like, she's really caught in this tough place. And seeing her actually making the tough decision, the right decision, to tell her cousin, you know, you're innocent of this. And we have to figure out a way to get you out was just really, I don't know, I thought it was really powerful. Jenna, did you yeah, enjoy like, those things? Oh, yeah. Like, I totally agree with you. Like, the way that she was just like, I have to tell you this. And then she tells everything. And then, you know, Will, like, has the, this look on his face, like, this absolute, like, euphoria. Like, I didn't do it. It wasn't me kind of thing. And then he talks about Victor and Maggie and everyone else. And, you know, she's like, well, you know, if he doesn't forgive me, then fine. You know, I'll deal with it. But it's like, sweetie, you're not just going to deal with it. Like, he's your grandfather you know (laughs) you love him he loves you you know and yes he will be very upset he probably won't forgive her for a very very long time and then there's also the maggie aspect like how is she gonna feel when she finds out that she killed adrian and you know they don't know it but her grandchild you know because eventually it's all gonna come out 
And so I just, I liked the layers that they put into those scenes. And you're right. She is caught between two polar families, but it's also, she was also raised with those fundamental Brady things. Right. You know, like you're right. She might not be a Brady by blood, but she was raised in the bosom of, bosom of the Brady clan. And so with the exception of Sammy, <laughs> you yeah. know, you do the right thing. You tell the truth, you know, even if it hurts you or hurts somebody else. And I love right. Sammy, so that's not a knock on her, but <laughs> I really, really liked how, you know, she thought I, I was doing all this to get Ben out. But it turns out I can't help him with this, but I can help you. And like that was one thing that I I really, really enjoyed is she's like, but you can get out. You can be happy. You can be with your daughter, you know, with a, the only thing I didn't like about it was everyone's like, oh, but you can be with Sunny. You can be with Sunny. Well, how Oof. about you can be free? You can just right. be out of jail. <laughs> like, be with your daughter. Like those are the things like men come and go, especially with Will on this show, because he's a thought. I love him, but he's a thought. And you know the real will want, is the not real yeah. imposter will, not yeah, not the other will. Anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, you know it's like you can get out of jail and be free. But the thing that I loved about it was when he was like, "Let me think about it. Like, let me think on it," because he's thinking of Maggie, mm-hmm. right? You know, and like that's the thing for me where he's like, "Yes, I can be free and this and all that." But let me think about the what? other person that doesn't know that she did this horrible thing. You know, and it's just. I, See, I, I love those <sighs> scenes. I, really I hate do. it. I, I love it, but I hate it. Like it <laughs> I love it because it's it's Will's character, but I always hate that this is Will's character. I just wish he would scheme a little more, but right? we know that's never gonna happen because he he saw that too much growing up. <laughs> that's head canon Will, not T V canon Will. T V canon Will is this guy who puts everybody else first and he wants to think it all through and I want him to scheme his way through the families and do this like be a Sammy Brady, but that's not who we're gonna get. I that's fine. He has a little sister for that. Oh, true, true. I really did like Taylor Massey's scenes, though. I think you knocked it right on the head when you said that he actually kind of came to life working with Victoria in a way that I haven't seen in quite a while from honestly either of them, and. I really enjoyed how they played off of each other and where the storyline's going. And I really hope that they keep this relationship once he's out of jail. Because I can totally see her just never talking to him again once, you know, he just becomes sucked in the sunny orbit. Yeah. And I think it's just like, it really just, it's it's what we've always wanted from Dave. It's just like more family moments. Like these people are deeply connected in so many ways. Like just just show that more. Mm-hmm. So we can't talk about one gay without talking about the other. Um, Sonny slept with Evan. That, that's all I got. They're, they're boring. I'm sorry. I don't care. Just, I don't. I don't care right now. Oh, Sonny is boring. He's yeah, ruining Evan yes. for me. I'm just. Well, Evan's not great, but he's not really great right now. Out, right. <gasps> oh, he will be fleshed out, girl. Oh, don't you worry. I know. I'm just saying, as of right now. He's a manny. That's it. That's, that's it. all. Look, <laughs> no, that's his, that's his entire that's character. Is... I was saying that just being like, okay. can he just reveal himself? Like, just where are the teasers? Would be fabulous. We there's need some no, hints no. as to what's coming next. Cause... There's no hints. There's Mm-mm. nothing. He's just gay. That's that's all we know about him. No. We oh, don't okay. know if he's gay. Uh, he's at least bi. He at least hooked up with Sonny. You need to stop forcing your Labels. societal ideals on people, Jonathan. Okay. That's not how it fucking works in 2020. He, he at least embraced another man. He is fluid in his sexuality yeah. as of right now. Sonny is not a man either. I don't know why he's still wearing that suit. He doesn't even have a job. Where is he <laughs> right. going? I'm like, what does he do to where he has to wear a suit every time we see him? Like, it's a Sunday. I'm going to put on a suit with a red tie. Okay, it's right. a Sunday. It's the suit with the gray tie. Like, but do you work? Like, nope. What do you do? Like, they don't even say. I can't stand uh, does, him. He doesn't have a job, does he? Right now? I don't know. No. Because he but doesn't I think like any of the industries. No, he doesn't. But I think I'm I'm most excited to see Will and Evan positioned as rivals. Even though it's going to be over someone as dopey as Sonny, I think the two of because Brock mm. Kelly is, he, while he doesn't have much material right now, 
and he is great to look at. I also think he's pretty solid. No, as as I don't have a problem with his acting wise. I don't think he's he hasn't been given the material to be great or not great. He's just yeah. there yeah. right now. But I Which think he'll fun. be really good opposite Chandler. Like I really can't wait until those two characters meet up and just to see what comes of that. And he's gonna be pissed because he if Sonny tries to just leave, he's gonna be like, Well, dude, I gave you the opportunity. I asked you multiple times, are you sure? Do you want this? Or do you, what's going on? And if you're trying to throw this crap, like I want him to just go off on him. And that would be <sighs> glorious. Speaking of glorious, my Sean Douglas came on home and within a matter of minutes realized that his mama is not his mama and that Princess Hope has arised as Gina is Hope or whatever we're calling this mess. Princess Hope? What are you talking about? Because it's not Princess... When everybody says Princess Gina, it's not Princess Gina. Princess Gina's dead. So, yes, it is Princess Gina because it is Princess Gina, though. Dr. Rolf put her inside of Hope. It's like he put Stefano in Steve. So, did, mm, I'm so confused by how that well, works. Well, it's like how when it shouldn't General be confusing. You shouldn't even Franco think about it. Drew, it's the same thing. You're calling but, him Drew. But his memories the were same on a, thing. a microchip. But wasn't Princess Gina dead? Like, how do you get the memories to put it on a microchip? Because Gina, Hope was Gina when Gina was presumed dead. We've talked about this, John. You shouldn't, don't even, why are you even questioning me? Why are you trying to figure out how to make sense of this? <laughs> I don't know. You're only making yourself mad. That's fair. Just need to go with it. But anyway. But anyways, Sean Douglas Thank God for Sean Douglas. Yes. Thank and God. it was very, it was very fitting because Princess Gina always hated him. She Dude, fucking she hated him. Hated him. <laughs> she did. So that's why he was like, wait a minute. She walked in the room and walked right by me. Yep, it's Gina. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even when he's like, no, she hates me. Like talking to Ray. I was like, she really did, dude. She hated your guts. Yeah. She tried to kill you on numerous occasions. She did not want any fucking kids. She already had that one Greta bitch and she was done. She was like, no more kids. Um, I really, I, I, it was just, I think it was the most fitting, like, yeah, these things do happen in Salem, and, like, people probably should have noticed after a year, but, like, it, I would have hated it if it had been, like, anyone other than, like, Sean Douglas or, um, or even, like, if Greta came back, you know what I mean? Like, I would hate if it was, like, yeah. wasn't someone directly tied to Princess Gina, so that was a really great moment for me, and I was mm-hmm. really happy to see him. And the way he was explaining it to Rafe, like, for those people who haven't, didn't watch the show back then... You know, when he's like, I thought simple. Princess Gina was dead. It was like, well, she is. Like, and he just right. explained it really quick, and it was like, oh, there you go. For those of you who don't know, this is what happened. Right. I, I appreciate the history lesson. It's just, it well, that, and I mean, he, Sean Douglas is the one that figured it out the first time when Gina mm-hmm. was pretending to be Hope, and Hope was stuck in the tower. Like, he was always like, I don't know who this woman is, but she's not my mother. Like, he would say that to anyone who would listen. Like, she's not my mother. I don't know who she is. She might look like my mom, but she's not my mom. Which and is so a great for... evolution. Yeah. Because so, as like... a kid, when Hope was the other Gina, his dumbass. Wait, no. No. He called her mommy. Wait, Sean Douglas is always known. Never mind. Mm-hmm. You're right. That was the other Gina, though, John, not Princess Gina. Yeah. That's my head. Okay. We will explain it later. It's That's very fine. easy. That's fine. <laughs> That's 95 so... Gina, not 98 Gina. James E. Riley. People, James E. Riley. All right. So. Let's talk some Damaris for a little bit. Um, Kristen refused to help Chad and uh, give him should. the shares. So Chad and Abigail took their stuff and then moved into the guest house where they decided to do some remodeling and found Stevenos painting. Dun, God, dun, it dun. took forever to get to that fucking scene. <laughs> I love Chabby, but they are not they're not doing anything right now. I don't understand no. their current purpose. They don't like, have one. Every time they come on, it seems really disjointed. Like it's kind of just like, why are they in this episode? Like, it, like technically they are a part of this Stefano mystery, but like, just doesn't really feel like it. Um, but yeah, I really loved that moment uncovering like the the Stefano portrait only because. It's just closer to people figuring this this huge thing out. Yeah, and especially after he went and talked to Kristen, 
and you know Kristen you know was talking about how Stefano revealed himself to her and like how you know like I almost didn't recognize him and you know this that and the other thing and so it kind of like planted seeds like okay so what aren't you telling me kind of thing and then they see well he sees you know the Pacino portrait and he's like oh okay like it's starting I think it might click a little bit maybe we're talking about Chad it might not click very hard but it might click a little bit that you know something's not right but yeah I mean I like Chad and Abby I do but like every time they're on screen they're either talking about their kids or she has to go to the office or he's crying about Gabby and doing nothing about it yeah so it's like what's the story like where is your story they don't have one right now they just don't really make sense on the canvas right now. But hopefully that'll change. I hope so. We'll find out. I I just, I feel like they're kind of filmed independently of the rest of the show. Like, they very rarely interact with anybody else. They feel like they're just off here in the corner, just being Chad and Abby. Like, and I guess the Chad and Abby fans are happy with it. So. Well, now it'll just be Chad and Abby. Chad and Abby at the gatehouse. Instead of Chad and Abby in Paris. Oh, Lord. Okay. So, Kate did reveal the truth to Hattie, though, that Steve is Stefano and Hope is Gina. So, we are getting Fuck movement. Fuck Catherine. <laughs> Why? Because she's fake. How is she going to say that Marlena is one of her dearest friends and sits there and knows that Marlena is in mortal danger? Mm-hmm. Marlena wouldn't care how she knew. She would just be like, great, thank you for telling me. And then they'd go back to it later. Like, it wouldn't be like, oh, you're going to lose all your friends. She's Kate. She fucks up all the damn time. And people all the time. Her. All the time. From the moment but she stepped off that fish boat, she has made mess after mess after mess. Legit. <laughs> but honestly, though, if what happened on Friday is what I think it is, then maybe she actually did come through. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I'm thinking. And then I'll take back that one bitch just for this that one bitch comment about her but just for this just for this moment because i still hate kate for getting theo shot fair and other things so let's kind of roll into that then gina kidnapped marlena while ralph rolf staged a shooting ralph Ralph. (laughs) um and then hope told john that marlena was dead while Steve told Marlena that Sean was dead. And I there was a lot of acting choices made on Friday. Um there's no what were they, John? Left in that. Tell John, us what they were. What was, sorry, your, what was your issue Drake, with, with the scenes on Friday? Drake Hogiston is Drake Hogiston. <laughs> like, sure, yeah. Jonathan. Just snarls his way through and he chewed up every bit of scenery that he was, was sad. He was acting. And then we also had Steve shouting. Um, Marlena was, I, I get it, that it's allegedly, possibly, kind of Hattie playing Marlena playing Hattie. I just, it's not kind of, that is Hattie. It's just, That's Hattie. I just, stop I just sighing. I didn't like it. I didn't like you it. You could tell all. by that, I, 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 um, 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 like that was Hattie. I don't like all these old people being on all the time. And I'm just all right. Well, you like know it. what? Let's just end the podcast here. Um, <laughs> the hating has gotten too strong. I'm I sorry, but, Molina, but no, this shit was good this week. I don't care. This was like the most enjoyable, most easily paced week of dates for me in like a month or two. Like I really enjoyed every single episode. I don't. I don't know what you're not enjoying. I mean, we actually got traction on these stories that have been yeah for weeks. So I'm, I'm actually really curious as to like what you're not enjoying. I don't know, and that, that's my problem is I just I can't put my finger on what it is. I think I'm just wanting to see a little bit of the other stories. So I'm I miss seeing movement in Lonnie and Gabby and we, but we had all of that. I this know week. we did, but yeah. just I don't know. We literally had every single big story this week. We had we the Maggie thing. We had Eli and Mont and Gabby getting engaged. We had all of that. And then we topped it off with Tony and Anna and, and everyone. I think it was the, the, the moment for me was when the Tony 
and Anna scene when you had Stephen O just shouting. Okay, I think that's I what that. I kind of checked off. Okay, I get that. Because kinda... he just like flipped out, and then John just looked at. I like that the entire cast just looked at him like, "What the hell is going on? Why are you I freaking get, so get... far out over him talking smack about Stefano?" I get that, but it was it was good though because Stefano has always fucking hated Anna. Whew. Yeah, it, I it love... is so easy to hate Anna. It really is. It really <laughs> is. What do you call her? Deranged Annie Oakley. He did. I love that. But no, I don't. For your feelings are valid. I, you can feel however you feel. But I personally was just like, I was, I was engaged. I really, really liked it. Like Gina and Stevenel finally, you know, making right on their plan and doing something. And God knows we always get really good drama on days when John and Marlena are in peril. So. I'm I ready for next week. I think the difference is the fact that maybe you, because you guys saw the original stories, so you saw the 90s days, you saw the early 2000s when Gina was a thing, when all the stuff, so there's a different connection to these stories, whereas maybe. I've never seen I mean, John, yeah, Marlena, maybe. Hope, Steve in a story that like engaged me like this before. Well, Steve wasn't there. Yeah, well. He's, he's lucky to be added into this. He's feeling, he should feel real lucky. But no, maybe you should watch some clips. Maybe that will. Maybe that'll help me out. Yeah. Because Gina back in the day was a bad bitch too. Her Bob. Oof. 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 When she had that Sean Douglas off that roof. She married Bo, and she had that Bob with like a little bit tucked back. Yes. That was a queen. Freaking queen. I really, yo, I'm telling you, it would be so good. Especially since half of them are in Europe right now. If Greta finds Gina, please. God, it would be so good just to reintroduce her and then we could cut off all this Eric Cole shit. I'm sorry, Eric and Nicole are done. Nicole is whack. <laughs> um, and then have Eric back with Greta. I love Ooh. Greta. Gina Tonioni as Greta. Please. Yes. Please. I'm begging the soap so gods right now. Greta was really cool. I feel like I, I would like Greta. Greta. A lot of people didn't like Greta. I loved Greta. Played by Gina Tonioni, I would like anybody. So, yes. I thought she was a pretty cool character. I would be down for it. I would like to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. You know you love me. Um, before we wrap up, uh, Gina, what did you think of your Briston babies? Oh, my Briston babies. Oh, they have my heart. I adore them. I love them. I love them. I love them. I love them. Oh, I thought their scenes were so good, especially Me when too. they were talking like about like the envelopes and like the names that they had that they had picked out and they were going to open them together. And like he picked Rachel, which is Kristen's biological mother. And she picked Isabella, who is Brady's mother. And I just thought that was really sweet. And it makes sense because she wasn't, Kristen wasn't there, you know, she got taken down to booking for killing Haley, which no one really cares about, <laughs> you know, well, I'm just saying, no one cares no. about and so, you know, he had to name the baby himself and write everything out on a death certificate, so he's not going to name his daughter Isabella, because that's his sister's name. Right, and he so, probably also didn't know that Rachel Blake was a fucking annoying bitch. Well, considering was Brady Kristen's was like business. three when you know the lady in white thing but you know Thoras and whatever you know it's fine <laughs> but <laughs> yeah Kristen definitely used to was babysitting Brady at that time yeah oh yeah they used to she used to feed him Cheerios and everything anyway it doesn't matter so I mean I liked how we got got that that loop of like how the baby got named and everything else and then when they went to the great site I thought Rachel Demera really, Black really sweet you know, I thought they were really great, and it just made my heart hurt for them so bad. And like, Stacy has my heart. Like, she is Kristen so to me. Fucking good. Like, I love Eileen Davidson. Trust me. Like those OG Kristen scenes and everything from the '90s on. I mean, she's beautiful and perfect. But Stacy is Kristen as of this moment. She's and so good. She is phenomenal. And her and Eric have amazing chemistry together. Yeah, they are amazing together. And it, I think it, they, they, they they really hit it out of the park recasting her. They did. Oh my goodness. I mean, everything about them just makes me like, like when I saw the promo for next week, I squealed like a little girl mm. at work. Like, I was so excited. 
<laughs> so good. Like, looking at me, and I was like, no, it's fine. Just don't, it's fine. Don't worry about me. You know, but it's just when he's like, so can I call you? And I was just like, oh, my heart. Anyway, I love them. I will die on the Briston Hill. They're my babies forever. And then they saw little Mickey. And Kristen's oh, like, oh, yeah. she's so beautiful. And I was like, that's your baby. Like, don't you feel it? <laughs> like, I'm just waiting for, like, that soap thing where it's like every time she's with the baby, she just feels something yes. and she can't explain it. You know, I live for that shit. So I just, I'm going to be like, please let, oh, let, let Kristen be the bone marrow donor for that baby. Just because yeah. Eric's head would freaking explode and so would everybody else's. And let her do it and, you know, be selfless and all that. And yeah, not realize that, like, to shine with she's that. saving her daughter's life and not even realize it. It's soap gold. That's what that's that going to be so good. It's going to be so good. But, yes, to answer your question, Jonathan, my Briston babies are perfect and I love them. Well, good. But you know who keeps fucking it up? Dusty ass Nicole. Fuck Nicole. <sighs> Dude, when Nicole was like, how could you say it? It's like, bitch, you know that she didn't mean it like that. Shut up. Like, even Eric was like, no, I knew what she meant. Right. And she's like... Oh, and then Kristen with her petty ass. Oh, you didn't know they were together? I was like, oh, I love it. It was I so good. It. I love but you. It, oh. Nicole is just such a weak link now. Like, she's not even, like, being, like... She needs to be a schemer again. Snarky she's so bad and when nasty. she's good. Right, but, like, she's, like, now she's not even doing it just to, like, in, like, a clever way. Like, now mm-hmm. you're just, like, being stupid. Like, why? Like, Kristen still lost a child, and you are also yeah. a mother who lost a child, and you have no sympathy. And, like, you sit there, and you you know, you know, Kumbaya with Brady. And he's like, yeah, I know you've been through something similar, but you have absolutely no sympathy for Kristen. Yeah, I guess she, like, masqueraded as you for, like, a month or two or whatever and, like, had sex with Brady with your face on. Sure. Whatever. But, like, at the end of the day, like, she still lost a child. And, like, you're so insensitive about that shit. Like, it's Mm -hmm. fucked up. Especially since we had to go through months and months of your ass crying after losing baby after baby. Thank you. And Daniel, let's not forget. And Daniel. Monster. Like, I'm Ugh. really, like, I'm really over the character of Nicole. Like, so much. I mean, I'm happy Nicole's not crying. But it's Give like... time. I know. <laughs> but I mean, Nicole has two two switches, right? She's either crying all the time, or she's like a snarky-ass bitch trying to, like, get shit done. Okay, so be a snarky-ass bitch trying to get shit done in your way. Like, yes, don't please. be this passive-aggressive, you know, pissant that you're being right now, because I don't like it. And I don't care if you're trying to get back into Eric's good graces, because you still lied. Okay? So you deserve whatever happens to you. Just like Sarah does, just like Xander does, just like everybody else right. lied to Eric about it. So, I don't especially care. I don't want to hear it. It's annoying. Especially since it's fucking up Briston. Ex- thank you. Like, get out like, of the way. Leave my babies alone. Get out of the way. <sighs> thank you, Corian. And I thought we were going to get that Nicole with the time jump. Because that first episode, like, okay, I thought thought that's where we were going. And this is just more the same old, same old. Yep. But I did see a spoiler that kind of, like, made me go, huh, for next week. And I'm just about Nicole. And I'm just wondering, like, what does she have to be, like, I don't know. Can we talk about it? Like, because <laughs> yeah. next week it says that she starts, like, um... Be, I can't remember the exact words, but like she starts being devious or like scheming, and I'm like, about what? Like, what do you have to be scheming about right now? I don't understand. Like, it, according to the promo, you're getting your man back. You know, you have your daughter, you have your job. Why, what is there to scheme about? I don't understand. I don't know. I'm just. Kidding. All I know is that it just it. She better make it good. <laughs> it better make be it good. Either that or she All was I an alcoholic again, because she was fun when she was a drunk, and she had that little poodle, or whatever it was, oh, and she kept so drinking everything fun. out of a martini glass. It was great. What a time. Was that 2007, Nicole, when she came back again? Something like that. It was that. eight. It was 2008. 2008, yeah. She was, she was married to Victor, right? Again, yeah. Again, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she didn't try to kill him with a, what was it, like a boombox or something? <laughs> it was, it was the some, in the bathtub. <laughs> some crap like that. It's ridiculous. I miss that, Nicole. Same. But yeah, this was a good week. It was a good week. Well, I thought so. If I it was fun. such a good week, what was your rating on a scale of 1 to 10? Um, I give days this week... I give it a 7. Okay. It's a respectful number. Yeah. Oh, good about it. All right. Jenna, what about you? 
Yeah, I'd give it a seven too. It had a lot of really, really good elements that I, I really liked and the story finally got traction and Sean Douglas was back with his beautiful blue eyes. Mm. So yeah. what a honk. That's true. He is, man. Dang. So for me I'm going at six and a half. So hang him up. Don't six hang up. Six six and a half. Oh I don't I don't know I don't know why I wasn't engaged with it as much as I should be. I will try and have a different outlook on it this week. But it was it it was a good week. Sean Douglas was there, so I definitely have to rate it high. But I I just I don't know. That's that's just how I felt. So you don't have to force yourself to like it. I, I just want to. I'm I'm I was I was just trying to understand like what you didn't like about think, it. That's it. But you don't have to force yourself to like it. I think I just need to look at it with a different perspective and take yeah. what well, it yeah, is. You do have to force I've yourself to, you, to understand that this is all you're going to be watching for a few months because the story ain't going nowhere. <laughs> yeah. It's, true. it's at least probably four or five. So, okay. Oh, and props to whoever put Brandon Beamer in that shirt because, bless, you are doing the Lord's work. Mm. Thank you. But that little wow. V. Oh, and can we also say props to NBC for finding a way to air five episodes? Thank yes. you. Every week. For weeks. Like, they were so consistent about it. Like, oh, we're not going to air. You can find us on the app. Find us on NBC.com. Thank you. That's Thank how you it works Thank you, General now. Hospital, for not airing, because y'all be real annoying on my timeline, and I was so happy to have it clear and clean. Thank you. All right. Love well, you, ABC. You can <laughs> follow us on Twitter at rtakemedia.com. Um and at Artek Media, you got Jenna at Jenna TV Lover, Corian's at not Corian. I'm at SoapWikiJohn. Use hashtag Artek Days when discussing this episode, as well as any other episode of Artek Days, so we can find your tweets and discuss it. Please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, wherever podcasts are, and tune in next time. Until then, see ya. Bye. <laughs> Honestly, Bye. where's your? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I just gotta shake it up a little bit. Yeah, you.